You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Podcast. I am your host and resident panelist, as always, Ryan Schlipp. Check us out online, packernet.com. Find me on Twitter, pack underscore data. So I don't know why, and we'll, I don't know how this is going to go. Maybe this is just going to be a short episode um, because there's not that much interesting, but um, I was playing around with SIS, the college stuff yesterday, and just kind of finding really random things to do. And um, I decided I want to kind of keep doing that. So this might be a, here's just some interesting, fun little facts for you. Or it's a, we found a nugget, let's talk about it. One of the things that I did find, because basically this started because JJ was asking me questions about quarterbacks. And so I started digging into quarterbacks. And then I wanted more information about quarterbacks. And so I was looking at the, you know, next year's class in particular, you know, who threw the deepest pass and accurate passes and all that kind of stuff. I found it interesting. And then I thought, you know what, let's do this thing where I just find like interesting stats, like what was the deepest pass Aaron Rodgers threw, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Um, And I'm going to start there because um, it is interesting and it's not what I thought. And then it got me thinking other things. The Packers have for a long time struggled with deep passing and... um, We've known the importance of Matt LaFleur has talked ad nauseum. Even Aaron Rodgers has talked a lot about the need for uh, deep threat. We've, on occasion, it's not the most common thing, but on occasion we've seen teams even dare the Packers to throw the ball deep. The other thing we know is that our deep threat, MVS, our former deep threat, and Aaron Rodgers didn't really have a great rapport. And so I just kind of chalked it up to bad chemistry, et cetera, et cetera. And maybe it is. I've never really explored kind of the low-hanging fruit, and maybe there's nothing here, but it's worth asking the question. Is Aaron Rodgers just kind of bad at deep passes? I mean, listen, I I fully, I know people are going to get mad. I've seen him throw that a thousand times. I've seen the the highlights too. I'm talking about a consistent down-to-down basis on a regular basis, deep passing. Is Aaron Rodgers a proficient passer of the ball? on deep throws. I know he's got a cannon. I know he can launch it far. I know he has thrown some of the most beautiful deep passes you've ever seen. But we've also seen some passes that are like, what the heck was that? And kind of on the re- on, on a regular basis. And again, I think a lot of times we blame it on the receiver. And maybe it is. Maybe it's all MVS's fault. He runs too fast or too slow or inconsistent variable speeds. I don't know what the issue was. But it kind of just got me thinking. Um, I want to start with PFF because they're not as specific. They have um, deep and intermediate and short and behind the line of scrimmage. So they have four general categories, deep being 20 or more yards. And I think when they say 20 or more yards, I I guess I don't know. I was going to say that means 20 or 
20 plus yard receptions, which the problem I have with receptions is it could be a five yard pass that the guy ran for 17 yards and it ends up being a 20 plus yard reception. But at the same time, that doesn't make a ton of sense because they also count incompletions and things. And how could a five yard pass be an incompletion? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I would think they're smarter than that. And they mean air yards. Anyways, I'm positive SAS means air yards because I'm the one literally selecting air yards. So let's just assume they are. But even if we look at PFF on deep passing, which is just 20-plus yard passing, Aaron Rodgers ranks 10th as far as his grade. It's a 91.6, but everybody, well, I shouldn't say everybody, generally people are good at this because you get better grades when you have more yards, and you're going to get more yards when you complete passes that are further down the field. And there's also a higher touchdown correlation to passes that are 20 yards or, or more. So you tend to grade out better. But even just from here, he's 10th. Now, that's not the worst thing in the world. It's out of 24 quarterback because I set the bar really high. Let me, let me lower that a little bit. I kind of did that on accident and then just left it. Out of 37 quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers. He's still 10th, so everybody that isn't included is worse than him. So not the best, not the worst, I guess. It's fine. I think one of the really shocking things is if you look at his his so his big time throw percentage, which obviously everybody's is going to be really high, but that's that's quite high for him in particular. But his turnover worthy play percentage is seven point four percent. He ranks sixteenth, and in terms of like fifteen guys in front of him, throw less turnover worthy plays. Which is again, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers who doesn't turn the ball over. Beyond that is adjusted completion percentage, which we're going to kind of focus on that when we get over to SIS a little bit, um, is 41% ranking 19th. So that is sort of, it's kind of an accuracy metric, not quite as good as the ones we're going to look at, but you know, it's, it's caught pa- passes, not including throwaways and all that kind of stuff and drops, right? So, I mean, if it wasn't caught, but it was thrown to the guy, so it was, it's, it's kind of a catchable pass metric is sort of what it is. They have them 19th. So, I mean, that, that is PFF's accuracy metric, and he ranks 19th on 20 or more yard passes. So I want to switch over to SIS, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of keep bumping it out a little bit, because generally when we look I mean, pretty much across the board, PFF and everything else, um, when we talk deep passing, 20 is the standard, right? We're just looking at 20 yards, but that's, that's it, 20 or more, I should say. And then I'm going to kind of look at how many attempts – before we get to the point where people that just didn't play are involved. So in this case, we'll probably do like a minimum of 20 attempts. So there are 34 quarterbacks involved in this. Aaron Rodgers' just general completion percentage was 41%. Well, that's kind of garbage because, you know, there are drops and everything else. Fair enough. If we just skip over catchable and go right to on target, he ranks 7th, which is quite good. What if we just bump that out to 30 yards or more? He ranks, so this, this I've, I've got it now because you've got to kind of change uh, 10 attempts, 31 different quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers ranks 16th in on-target percentage. 44% of his passes are on-target. He ranks 18th in catchable passes, 56%. 56%, and again, this is SIS saying that ball was not catchable. So we're still above 50%, but 44% of the time when he throws a pass beyond 30 yards, it is... There is no way anybody in the world could have caught that. And as far as on target, meaning not only was it catchable, but it was accurate. It was like, you know, thrown in a good spot for the receiver. He didn't have to adjust. He didn't have to change anything. Maybe he reached a little bit, but, you know, it's generally it was it was thrown at the guy. Only 44%. Tua, by the way, is, is hilarious as I go through this because he is by far 
the most accurate downfield passer, but he also never does it. He just doesn't. He's 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 got eleven attempts. He almost doesn't make the cut. In fact, when we get even further into this, I can't even adjust what I need to, where I want it to be like five to filter out all the garbage quarterbacks. Because Tua only has like two attempts beyond 40 yards. He just, I don't think he has any arm strength whatsoever. Or they just never attempted, I don't know. 30 yards or more, Tua, his on-target percentage is 70%. Joe Burrow, by the way, also extremely accurate, 69.7%. But then there's a big drop-off. But still, you've got Matt Ryan, 62%. Carson Wentz is 61%. Kyler Murray, 57%. Russell Wilson, 54%. Kirk Cousins, 52%. Zach Wilson is 50%. Justin Herbert is 50%. Um, so it's just, it's not great that all these guys are like, oh yeah, that's easy. Like Joe Burrow, who is like the next big star, just crushes it down the field. And here's Aaron Rodgers at 44%. Like, come on, man. Don't let these guys do this to you. What about 40 yards down the field or more? Um, minimum five attempts. We still got 25 guys here. By the way, Tua, not on the list anymore. I think this is the the depth where he only threw it 40 yards twice. So I would have to include him. The problem is Jordan Love has thrown one. So he's basically involved in this. By the way, Jordan Love, 100% accuracy at this point, I think. Let me just dump it down because I've done all different uh, depths, I guess. Yep, Jordan Love, one pass beyond 40 yards, and he had 100% accuracy. It was, it was on target, that one pass. So I want to try to figure out how deep that was. But anyways... Props to Jordan Love for that. And we can we can dig into that in a little bit. Um, because maybe that's maybe that's a strength. I don't know. It's one pass. It's either hundred percent or zero percent, you know. But I'm gonna bump it back out to five because, you know, that's what grown adults do. There's still twenty-five quarterbacks that threw five or more deep passes. Hilariously, Jacoby Brissett of the Dolphins threw enough. He threw six. Tua, the actual starting quarterback, threw two. Anyways. Out of only 25, so you would expect to be a little bit higher because we've been looking at 32-ish quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers is 17th in on-target passes beyond 40 yards or more, 33%. Um, Joe Burrow, 85% of his passes beyond 40 yards are on-target. 80, actually, they're, they're also catchable as well. So apparently it's either, it's either dead on the money or just way over their head. That's kind of funny. Uh, Jameis Winston, 75%. Matt Ryan, 66%. Ryan Tannehill, 66%. Zach Wilson, 57 Tyler Heineke, 57 Kirk Cousins, 55 Carson Wentz, 53 Russell Wilson, 53 Justin Herbert, 50 Dak Prescott, 50 Where's Aaron Rodgers? 33%. Justin Fields is at 43%. Aaron Rodgers, 33%. Now, if it makes you feel better, Pat Mahomes is at 21%. That dude, I'm telling you, man, that, that guy is struggling. And he lost Tyreek. You you stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, I'm just saying, Patrick Mahomes' 21% accuracy on deep, field, uh, deep passes and Tua is one of the most accurate deep throwers. I don't know if he has the arm to get it to him, but if he can, that's interesting to say the least. But um, again, the, the, the question I have is, are we ignoring the part where maybe Aaron Rodgers is just maybe at this point in his career? I don't know. He's just not a great thrower of the ball deep down the field. I don't know if it's that whole, you know, thing where he thinks he's too good to plant his feet, has to throw off his back foot, all this nonsense. I don't know. Now, I can, if we want, because I want to go a little bit deeper and just kind of see how far we can go. I can eliminate broken plays if people are wondering about, well, maybe it's because he has to scramble out of the pocket and so he's running. Fine, we'll get, we will eliminate broken plays and see where he ranks. I don't know. It's an interesting thought. Let's look at that. 
but it will do that in a minute. Point is, again, this is bad. And it, it just it just makes me wonder, you know, it reminds me back in the Mike McCarthy days when remember they kept talking about this, how they need to drive the ball down the field. We need Mark McCarthy and Rogers both all the time, down the field, down the field, down the field, down the field. And they sucked at it so bad. And it's like, no, you don't. You need to stop doing that. And it's like, well, that's how you beat them. That's how you challenge them. You then figure out another way to beat them. Because every time you try to throw the ball down the field, it's a failure. It's a disaster. It doesn't work. That was back in the day when me and Blaine would watch football and we'd call the third down sack play. What was that, 2018 or whatever? Every single, it would be third and one, and you know it's an all go. You know, just down the line, just Madden style, four verticals. And what would happen? Nobody would get open and Aaron Rodgers would get sacked. From, from, the, 40, from the opponent's 40-yard line on a third and two, We'd get a sack because we'd call a pass and nobody get out. It would make me so angry. And then they'd go to the podium and talk about, we need to do it more. No, you need to stop. And here's the thing. This is a Matt LaFleur offense. There's nothing wrong with, you know, not doing this as often. And by the way, he doesn't do it a ton. Um, in terms of actual attempts, he ranks 14th in this. So they, they don't do it a massive amount. Matt Stafford obviously did it a ton because it's still Matt Stafford, even though he's with the Rams. 18 attempts. Derek Carr, 18 attempts. Pat Mahomes, 15. Russell Wilson, 14. Carson Wentz, Joe Burrow, just, uh, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Tom Brady all did more, even if it was just by a little. And then he tied with uh, Cousins Bridgewater and Bridgewater. So, um, not a, I mean, middle of the road amount. Jameis Witt, What? Why did Jameis not attempt any downfield passes? That's his whole thing. And, and apparently he's actually, at least last year, he was extremely accurate at it, which is shocking to me because 75%, and he only tried it five times. He's dead last on this list because it filtered out by five. Anyways, continuing on. 50-yard passes, at least one attempt. 26 quarterbacks had at least one attempt beyond 50 yards. Aaron Rodgers had two. Remember, this is air yards. This is, this is just launching it up, and the ball traveled 50 yards. The only guy that had five attempts at this was Pat Mahomes. Um, only one of those five was on target. Now, granted, these numbers are going to be wildly volatile because we're dealing with a lot of ones and those kinds of things, but 100% accuracy, all by guys with one pass. That's Tannehill, Burrow. Of course, Burrow. Freaking, that guy's going to be something, man. I'm telling you. Ryan Tannehill, Joe Burrow, Jacoby Brissett, Dak Prescott, Tyrod Taylor, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Jameis Winston, all had one pass. All of them were 100% on target, not just catchable. Carson Wentz had 75% of his four on target, but 100% were catchable. Stafford, 66% catchable, 66% on target. Russell Wilson, 50-50 for both. Derek Carr, 66% were catchable, only 33% were on target. Um, I guess you'll take that. Herbert, 33%, one of his three. Pat Mahomes, I already said, one of his five. Josh Allen, 50% catchable. Justin Fields, 33%, one of his three passes at 50 yards was catchable. Aaron Rodgers, 0%. Now, he's in decent company. Um, Tom Brady, also two attempts, 0% catchable. But that's kind of... See, that's the thing. We look at Tom Brady and we go, yeah, but he's old. He can't really do that anymore. That's not his thing. Okay, I know Aaron Rodgers isn't Tom Brady old, but... By every metric and every standard, he's old. He's not attempting the deep passes as much. He's certainly not very good at the deep passes. Again, these, these are stats. This, this is not a debatable thing. This is not a, well, I watched the film. Well, da, da, da. These aren't grades. These are statistics. I'm telling you the reality. 
I don't care what your brain remembers. He attempted 50-plus yard passes twice, and not one of them was even catchable. I'm not even talking about on target. I'm saying no chance the, the wide receiver was able to get it. He is tied for 18th out of 26 um, quarterbacks because, you know, from 18 on was 0%. The other people with 0%, Jalen Hurts, um, Davis Mills, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Mike Lennon, Trevor Lawrence, almost all of them only had one attempt. Um, the only other guys were Tom Brady and Jalen Hurts also had two attempts, 0% completions, zero completions, whatever. Trying to bump it out to see what his deepest pass was at 55 yards. Aaron Rodgers had one attempt, obviously 0% because we already established that. And by the way, there, there are nine quarterbacks who completed, who threw passes that are that deep. Five of them, so slightly above half, were catchable. Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, Jacoby Brissett, Pat Mahomes, and Justin Fields, 100% of their passes, including Derek Carr, who threw two this deep, 100% were catchable. In fact, Derek Carr, both of them were on target beyond 55 yards. Baker Mayfield, Jalen Hurts, Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, 0%. So it looks like his deepest pass was 57 yards. So kind of getting a, a rough range of how far he can throw. We're looking at roughly 57 yards through the air. There were only seven quarterbacks who threw the ball that far. By the way, at 57-yard mark, we're still four of seven, so we're still halfway through. Um, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, Pat Mahomes, and Justin Fields, 100% catchable. Baker, Jalen, and Aaron, zero. If you look at 60 yards, just for fun to see who's got a freaking cannon, and it's not who you, everybody would assume, well, obviously it's Josh Allen. He's been off this list for a long time. Derek Carr and Jalen Hurts. Jalen, obviously zero. Derek Carr, 100% accuracy at this point. Actually, the, the, the throw depth is on, I didn't even realize the throw depth is on here. Um, 62 yards for Derek Carr, 61 for Jalen Hurts. So the longest pass in the NFL last year was Derek Carr, and it was also on target. But not only that, we can look at generally the, the value, not just the rates, right, as far as, you know, was it catchable and all that kind of stuff. And we've kind of established when we went back and looked at it, all these different stats tell you different things. But if you want to just generally know what a good metric is for how good a player is, kind of like the SIS equivalent of a PFF grade, it's war, or in this case, par, right? It's, it's, they're, they're basically the exact same thing, just in, articulated in different ways. So if we bump it back out to 40 plus yard passes, Aaron Rodgers, based on just how good he is, is ranked 16th. He has a negative 1.3 par. And again, the reason I do par instead of war is because it's just bigger numbers. It's kind of blown up a little bit. His, his, uh, it's, a, it's a negative zero for war. I'm guessing if you looked at it, it would be like point negative zero zero three or something. But the point is, he has a negative grade on 40-plus yard air whatever. 14 of the 25 are at zero or higher that don't have negatives. Again, if you want to feel better about this, um, Justin Fields is at negative 2.6. Pat Mahomes is at negative 4.1. Tom Brady is at negative 5.3. This is also very, not, not only is it worth questioning Aaron Rodgers in particular, this is really good information as far as um, opponents and trying to break down how to beat them because we will be facing Tom Brady. We're obviously going to be facing Justin Fields. The, these are really good notes to notice in, in terms of, um, for example, I'm more than willing to let Tom Brady try to throw the ball deep. That, that can bite you. It's the same as saying, well, I'm willing to let Aaron Rodgers throw deep. You know, that, that's, occasionally, he's going to hit that one, and it's going to really hurt you. But, uh, you know, maybe. Get this. On 30-plus yard passes, remember, he ranks like 16th, 17th, whatever. 
um, out of 31 quarterbacks, his PAR, right, his SIS grade, if you will, out of 31 is 27th. He has a negative 6.8 PAR on passes 30 or more yards down the field. One spot below Justin Fields. The guys below him, Trevor Lawrence, Davis Mills, Teddy Bridgewater, and Sam Darnold. And again, above him, Justin Fields, Jacoby Brissett, Jared Goff, Tyler Heineke. That's that's the company he's keeping on passes 30 or more yards. Again, we we can blame MVS if we want. Like, I don't know, man, he was he was he ran weird and Rodgers had a hard time kind of figuring it out, I don't know. But that's that's bad. That's really bad. Even the guys that we like making fun of um you know, as far as other quarterbacks and whatnot, Kirk Cousins was positive 2.4. Lamar, who was like, yeah, you can run, but you suck as a quarterback now. Ha ha, 2.8. Tom Brady, 5.2, right? Seems like when you get to 40 yards, he struggles, but 30 yards or more? And, and re- re- as a reminder, 30 yards or more includes 40, 41, 42, 40. So all those really bad metrics, inside of that range, he's at 5.2, a positive 5.2. Pat Mahomes, positive 5.2. Uh, Jameis Winston, 7.5. Derek Carr, 7.8. Tua, 8.3. Matt Ryan, 8.7. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben freaking Roethlisberger, 9.5. Positive, 9.5. Not negative, positive. Um, Carson Wentz, 11.1, right? Again, these are all the guys that we make fun of because they're so bad. They're so stupid at football. They don't have great guys like Aaron Rodgers. Kyler Murray is the second highest at 17.7 in terms of his value. And of course, Joe Burrow is number one at 18.6. I skipped over a couple guys if you're wondering where they are. Josh Allen obviously is quite proficient at it. But it seems like when you when you look at 30 yards, that's a lot of people's bread and butter. A lot of people that are negative beyond 40 are great beyond 30. So, you know, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, they're killing it. Rodgers, garbage. I'm sorry, I'm just reading the numbers. I'm, I don't know what you want me to do. And if you're wondering if I can deselect a specific wide receiver, I cannot. At least I don't think so. And then again, when you get to 20-plus yard passes, that's when Aaron Rodgers just launches himself up to the top. He goes from one of the worst. And again, this includes beyond 30 yards, just to show how good he is. In fact, let me just go between 20 and 30 just to further prove my point here because I'm assuming mathematically it has to be correct. Yep. Between 20 and 30 yards, Aaron Rodgers, number one, right? 25.6. He is the master in this range. In fact, let me just go uh, negative 20 yards to 30 yards. Aaron Rodgers is fourth. Anything under 30 yards, he's fantastic. He's great, right? It's Justin Herbert, then Tom Brady, then Pat Mahomes, then Aaron Rodgers. And again, between 20 and 30 yards, he is he's the number one quarterback. Outside of 30 yards, though, you go beyond 30 yards, unbelievably steep drop-off in his ability to throw an accurate pass. And so, again, my concern is, because we're looking at it and we're going, okay, we want to throw the ball deep, but MVS wasn't that good. We got better deep threats now. We've got Christian Watson. It's going to be glorious. If Christian Watson is the deep threat and Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback that can't throw the deep ball, Christian Watson is not going to have a very lucrative career in Green Bay. Now, I understand early on it's going to be some jet sweeps and all different kinds of stuff, but whoever the deep threat is in Green Bay, I'm wondering if they're going to struggle here. It's just a question. I don't know. And again, if you go over to PFF, it's like, well, it wasn't that bad. Right, because you're just looking at 20 yards or more. We've already established that he's not that bad at 20 yards or more. Because between 20 and 30, he's elite. The problem is 30 yards or more. 
that's where the guy just goes down to zero. By the way, between negative 20 and 30 yards, the most accurate passer is still Joe Burrow. <laughs> He's number one, 84% on target. Man, that dude, that dude. Whatever it is we thought Pat Mahomes was going to be, I ha- I'm wondering if Joe Burrow is that dude. You know what I mean? He is not getting enough hype for how good he is. He just is. And I've been saying this since last year when PFF had him as the number one quarterback, and I kept feeling weird saying it, like, because everyone's going to say that's stupid, that's ridiculous, he's not that good. He was the number one quarterback in football via PFF. I think that's how the season ended. I'm not positive. And it shouldn't be all that surprising considering how good the Bengals were out of nowhere. They made it to the freaking Super Bowl, and it's like they still don't have an offensive line. They don't have, I mean, they got Jamar Chase and whatever, but they weren't that good in a lot of areas. Dude, the Bengals are going to be, they're going to be a good team, man. Assuming they can keep adding some talent, that is going to be, that's going to be a team. That sucks. 91.4% of his passes were catchable in that range. Looking at anywhere on the field, any yardage, 83% of his passes on target. Um, Aaron Rodgers, out of, for your, uh, for your information, 77.5% of his passes were on target. 85.7% were catchable just anywhere on the field. But uh, all right, let's let's eliminate the broken plays just out of curiosity. Um, 500 and I think 33 attempts goes down to, where did Aaron Rodgers go? Goes down to 477 attempts. He is uh, 15th in overall catchable passes. See, I, I'm wondering if this is going to work in the opposite because he's actually one of the better quarterbacks in terms of when the play breaks down. So it's going to be even worse, but let's find out. Let's just stick with the deeper passing. We'll start at 20 yards, shall we? All right, 20 yards or more, minimum pass attempts at 20. That gives us uh, 32 quarterbacks, so that's a good round number. Catchable, he ranks ninth. On target, he ranks fifth. It's quite good, but again, inside of 20, he was quite good to begin with. 30 or more yards, not a broken play. This is within structure, within the pocket. Catchable passes, 30 or more yards down the field. Aaron Rodgers is 15th out of 29. On target, also 15th out of 29. I don't remember his exact rank before, but we're still kind of hovering in that same area. So this isn't him scrambling and throwing off his back foot. He may still be throwing off his back foot because, again, the guy likes to do crazy stuff rather than just, you know, plant your feet and throw the ball. But he's still within structure. He's still playing in the pocket. 40 yards or more out of 23 quarterbacks, he ranks 17th. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh worst. Catchable passes, 44%. On target passes, 33%. Ranks 16th in on-target passes. And then uh, as far as the 50-yard passes, still two, two, two attempts, zero completions. So both of those were in the pocket, which kind of makes sense. It would be hard to imagine. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. But pretty hard to imagine him scrambling and th- launching at 50 yards. But anyways, both of those were standing in the pocket, trying to throw the ball, no dice. What about pressure? Well, pressure percentage was 50% on these. So one of these he had pressure, one of them he did not. So we know for sure one of these passes in the pocket, not a broken play, no pressure, still was not catchable. So I'm, I don't know. Again, I'm just reading it. And as far as the Jordan Love thing, it's not great news. Um, obviously, his deepest pass was on target. But if you look at 20 or more yards... Aaron Rodgers, 68% of his were catchable. Jordan Love, 42% were catchable beyond 20 yards. He's not even at 50. He's not even close to 50% beyond 20 yards. 42.9% were on target. If you bump it just down to 19 
yards. He's at 55.6%. So apparently right at that 20-yard mark, things just got wildly out of control and horrible. But even at even at that marker, it's Aaron Rodgers 68% compared to Jordan Love's 55%. Um, on target, Aaron Rodgers 61%, Jordan Love 44%. Now, granted, Aaron Rodgers was quite good in that range as far as um, 20 or more yards. So, I mean, if we bump it out to 30, you only get two passes from Jordan Love, but 50% on target for Jordan Love, 47.8 for Aaron Rodgers. Small sample size, but still, you're, you're kind of getting to the point where maybe they start to, to intersect. But at the end of the day, you throw a lot more passes within 30 yards than you do outside of 30 yards, and Aaron Rodgers is obviously much more accurate, which is sad, but, but real. And then if you just look at the... Uh, <laughs> The, the war or the par or whatever, the value, 30 or more yards, Jordan Love, negative 0.2, Aaron Rodgers, negative 3.8. So that's that's lovely. So anyways, um, again, was just kind of playing around with it and, um, you know, open to different theories as to what maybe is going on or why things possibly could change or whatever. But I also think at the very least, we should be um, acknowledging the reality that maybe that's just not what he's good at. I mean, we've seen the ball fall short, long, wide, over and over and over again. Pretty much since 2015 was the first year I remember just he could not hit a deep pass to save his life. And then he he kind of varied from year to year as far as getting a little bit better, a little bit worse, but he's always had that sort of questionable deep ball passing. So we'll see. Maybe if he finds a better receiver that he has a little bit more rapport with as far as judging the speed and all that stuff, he'll he'll do a little bit better. But um, it's been bad. Oh, he actually has... They have quarterback footwork. You can see if his foot feet were planted. Now I got to do it. Now I got to. Now I got to know for sure. They've got planted, moving, and shuffling. So let's. All right. This is the last one. Last one. Planted. We're just looking at thirty and beyond because we already know under thirty he's quite good. Aaron Rodgers fourteenth in catchable passes. Fourteenth. Fifty nine percent on target percentage is tenth. So that's that's better out of thirty two. Fifty percent. Catchable passes out of um, 27, 40 yards or more, he is 20th. <laughs> so on target, he's 16th. So it's still, and that's out of 27. This is feet planted. Again, we don't need to look beyond 50 yards because we already know he didn't have any catchable passes beyond 50 yards. But And then final, final filter, feet planted, no pressure, how many times was he on target beyond 40 yards out of 31 quarterbacks, 14th? So that's that's as, as perfect as you could possibly make his situation, and it's perfectly even from everybody else's situation. He's right in the middle of the pack. So if we can get him to stay in the pocket and we can clean up the offensive line, he moves up a little bit. Joe Burrow, by the way, 100% in those situations. <laughs> so <laughs> the more we clean it up for him, the more we clean it up for everybody else. out of his five attempts were on target. Not just catchable, on target. Russell Wilson, 80%. Jameis, 75%. Kyler, 75%. Tannehill, 66%. Rodgers is sitting at 42.9%. He's not even at 50%. And again, if you want to feel better about your life, Pat Mahomes, 14.3% out of his seven attempts. So what is that, one out of seven? One out of seven was even catchable for Pat Mahomes. With no pressure, in a clean pocket, feet planted. Dude sucks. (laughs) Pat Mahomes is trash, dude. Yeah, I mean, he does the whole, like, no-look, sideways, flippy-dip, whatever, but, I mean, the guy can't throw a deep ball to save his life. Anyways, that's it. I'm I'm not filtering it anymore. That's as, as clean and as 
perfect as I could possibly make it. Um, if I could exclude MVS, I would, but I can't. That's not a thing. There are more ways to filter it, but we're beyond a half hour just looking at this one thing, play action, RPO, in the pocket, which we already kind of established. Oh, I could do in the pocket. It's not a broken play. I mean, I guess if he if it was a designed roll-up, but even if it is, what does it matter? As long as there's no pressure. So something to ponder, I suppose. But uh, why don't we take a break, and then, um, again, we're just going to continue on. I don't have necessarily any specific plans. I, I want to look at some interesting tidbits, and it may just be interesting, or maybe we find something and talk about it. I don't know. Depends what we find when we go through these little tidbits. As always, remember to, uh, if, if you got it, if you can help out for Drew to get his seizure service dog, that would be greatly appreciated. If you got as little as a dollar, you can find that pinned to the top of my Twitter. If you're looking for a big old box of meat, amodernfrontier.com. Use promo code MEATPACKER, you get $25 off your order. That's one word, all caps, MEATPACKER at amodernfrontier.com. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I want to take a minute to look at running back again. Just somewhat interesting. Um bits of information. If you look at the Green Bay Packers and their total attempts, and I'm going to have to pull out Excel here so I can keep track of my numbers. Aaron Jones had 171 attempts. A.J. Dillon had 187 attempts. We are known generally by Packer fans and everybody else as a outside zone type of team, right? Well, I can filter outside zone runs. Now, granted, keep in mind, this is one style out of however many million different types of whatever, right? And, and this would be, a, again, I would love to get Coach Hawn in here to further explain this, but I want to very roughly just bowl through this because this is going to help us 
better understand our team? Because I think for a lot of us, if you said, what percentage did we run outside zone? As opposed to not just inside zone, but pitch, reverse, counter, trap, direct snap, draw, end around, backward pass. Granted, some of these are like zero. I don't think we did any of some of these. Stretch, jet sweep, fullback dive, lead, power sweep, zone counter, duo, wham, right? So if you just look at it in totality, you're looking at what, uh, 50 different things, different options, 20 or 40 different options. Maybe not that many, but th- there's a lot. But still, you would think outside zone would be the vast majority. It's, it's, you would think, I w- I'm thinking a couple things, right? I'm coming into this with assumptions, and that's why part of this is fun. You have assumptions, and then you just play with it, and you look at it and go, well, that's not what I expected, and that's how we learn stuff. I would assume the vast majority are outside zone. I would also assume the Packers are, are quite good at it because it's our style of play. It's what we excel at. Outside zone accounted for 25% of their carries, roughly. 44 attempts for Aaron Jones out of 171 is 25.7%. Now, that's, again, still relatively high when you factor in how many options there are, but most of those options were kind of garbage anyways. But still, only 25% of the time they ran outside zone. Here's the bigger question, though. Were they better at it or worse at it? And, And fully understand that a lot of this can have to do with the offensive line, which is a problem. Right, we, we already acknowledge the offensive line does not do a good enough job. In fact, running the ball isn't quite good enough. We all love the running backs, but we understand that we're not as good of a running team as we should be with this good of running backs and with a coach and a team that is dedicated to running the football. At least, at least running it well. And, you know, people know we're a passing team. Well, no kidding. Everybody's a passing team. That's not my point. Ass- already assuming everybody is a passing team with that sort of grading on that curve, the Packers want to run the ball well. Yards per attempt, Aaron Jones, 4.7. Outside zone, 4.6. A.J. Dillon's yards per attempt, generally speaking, 4.3. Outside zone was 4.1. PAR, overall value. Aaron Jones, 18.3. Outside zone, 1.1. A.J. Dillon, value, um, overall 25.2. Outside zone, 4. Now, I, I, I do think... I'm not positive, but I do think this may be cumulative. But if we apply the fact that this is 25% and we divide the total PAR divided by four, we still would expect Aaron Jones to be at about 4.5. He's at 1.1. So he's one quarter as valuable as an outside zone runner as opposed to not outside zone. A.J. Dillon's a little closer. If we take one quarter of his snaps, we would expect him to be around 6.3. He's at 4.0. It's still less than. So the point is, This is supposed to be our bread and butter, and we're worse at it than when we don't do this. So, for example, if we just look at non-outside zone, so literally anything else at all, Aaron Jones' yards per attempt is 4.7. That's what he is anyways. A.J. Dillon, 4.4. It actually goes up a little bit. And then if we look at general value, again, A.J. Dillon, um, overall 25.2. His value on non-outside zone runs, 21.2. Aaron Jones... 18.3, 18.3, he's 17.2 here. And again, if we assume this is cumulative, what we would expect, 75% of 18.3, we'd expect Aaron Jones to be sitting at about, uh, what is it, 13.7, he's at 17.2. So the, the, again, the point is they're better when they're not doing outside zone. What about inside zone? Well, that's probably worse. <laughs> Attempts. First of all, we run inside zone more than we run outside zone. That's the first interesting little tidbit here. A.J. Dillon, 46 times outside zone, 80 times inside zone. 
His yards per attempt is 3.9 compared to 4.6. So I'm 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 baffled by this. I, I I've got to have Coach Hone on quickly and and um, get his insights on this because we're again we're considered an outside zone team, but we run inside zone more, even though. Outside zone is what we're supposed to do, and we suck more at inside zone. But yet we do it all the time. I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's about attacking defenses and, and taking what they're giving us, and something they're doing is is pushing us toward that. I don't know, but we do it a lot, and we're not good at it. Aaron Jones, his um, yards per attempt at outside zone, four point six yards per attempt. Inside zone, three point five yards per attempt. And maybe that's just standard across the board as far as inside zone because you get less big plays. I don't. I have no idea. I'm, I, again, I'm just playing with this, but this is just weird to me. 64 attempts inside zone compared to 44 for Aaron Jones. But that still leaves a bunch out there. Um, there's uh, So inside and outside zone for A.J. Dillon, that's 126 out of 187 total. If you look at non-inside or outside zone plays, that accounts for 63 carries for Aaron Jones, 61 carries for A.J. Dillon. This is ridiculous. Again, just, just to recap, their, their yards per attempt is in the threes for inside zone. Aaron Jones, 4.6. A.J. Dillon, 4.1 on outside zone. Non-zone plays, non-inside, non-outside. 61 attempts for A.J. Dillon, 5 yards per attempt. Aaron Jones, 63 attempts, 5.9 yards per per attempt, almost six yards per attempt when he's doing anything other than inside or outside zone. Are we just not built for zone? Like, like are we just trying to force a, a round peg in a square hole? This doesn't make any sense to me. How about a duo block, which again, I need coach for this, but let me, let me do my best here. So first of all, as, it, as the name implies, duo is a double team. Funny thing is, I'm, I'm, I found an article, yes, I have to look it up, um, explaining duo and it's all Packers. All the examples are about the Packers. Maybe it's just based on largely one play. That um, One of the big plays for A.J. Dillon against the Titans when he ran for that you know, 20, 30-yard touchdown or whatever it was, that was duo. That's the play that they're highlighting here. So, and, and then there's generally, a, and this, this play is not a good example because it just didn't necessarily work that way, but A.J. Dillon saw daylight and took it took off. But um, and he's he's getting way off into the weeds again. I'll I'll talk to Coach Hahn and see if he wants to come on and kind of run through some of these concepts with us. And then maybe we can do the numbers as we go through the concepts. So you get maybe a, a bit of a visual. Maybe we'll do a YouTube thing. That would be fun. I'll talk to him about it. But I mean, this guy's getting into the weeds about instead of the uh, the strong side linebacker, you're trying to disrupt the play side linebacker. Look, at, dude, I don't. Oh, got it. Cool. Anyways, point is when you're looking at duo. They haven't done it a ton, but they do it plenty. There's 12 attempts for Aaron Jones, 13 for A.J. Dillon. Um, yards per attempt, Aaron Jones, 4.3. A.J. Dillon, 4.5. Now, it's a little bit less for Aaron Jones, but it's even more for A.J. Dillon, which maybe shouldn't surprise any of us because you look at A.J. Dillon and think this dude, is a, this dude is about power all day long. But the point is, again, getting away from zone, specifically inside zone, things are going quite well. Here's a fun one. This is zone counter. It sounds relatively intuitive, so we're going to allow our imaginations to figure out what that means. They don't run it a ton. In fact, A.J. Dillon's run it twice, Aaron Jones three times, Patrick Taylor twice. So Patrick Taylor has run this as many times as A.J. Dillon has, but yards per attempt, A.J. Dillon three, Patrick Taylor 11.5 yards per attempt, Aaron Jones 24 yards per attempt. (laughs) 
It's a small sample size, so it's very possible we're dealing with, with you know, a 70-yard run in there somewhere. I'm not going to go through all these, but I am very concerned or interested in one in particular. There's one that's drawing my eyes, and it's power. And I just got done saying, when A.J. Dillon, when you think A.J. Dillon, you think power. Well, let's put that to the test. This is very simply the play where the line kind of just blocks down, and you got a pulling guard, and the guard goes through the designated hole as a lead blocker and just paves the way. Again, really bad explanation, but that's if you're thinking pulling guard running through the hole as a freight train, that's what we're, we're thinking of here. There's a lot more to it than that, but that's generally, if you're trying to picture it, that's what we're picturing. Um, Aaron Jones has uh, 10 attempts, 2.6 yards per attempt. Not his bread and butter. A.J. Dillon, 7 attempts, 8.6 yards per attempt. This dude is built for that, man. He's just built for that. But anyways, um, I got to get going. Sorry for the late episode. I just realized I don't have time to upload this. I got to get going to my kids' sports. So it'll be a late episode, but uh, it'll be fun. You folks have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.